With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Today on Real Ghost Stories Online, a family moves into a house that they suspect may be haunted, only to find out the depths of the haunting after a new child enters into the picture. Ghost Stories Online. Call in your real ghost story now at 855-853-4802 or write in at realghoststoriesonline.com. You are about to enter the world of the unknown and quite possibly the undead. This is Real Ghost Stories Online. That it is. 855-853-4802 is our phone number at Real Ghost Stories Online to share your real ghost stories with us. We would love to hear them, of course. Uh, go to uh, ghostpodcast.com or patreon.com slash real ghost stories if you want to get hooked up with all of our bonus material, which are an archive and new episodes, bonus episodes exclusively for our EPP members. Call them extra podcast persons. You sign up there. You get access to all those bonus episodes. We're up to 300 30 something by now uh and then you also get the archive of all of our regular episodes and our uh new episodes weeks before the release to the public and everything is commercial free so if you want to just get onto the feed of all of our content no ads in it all the bonus stuff it's only five dollars a month about the cost of a cup of coffee and you yourself get access to literally uh thousands upon thousands of ghost stories quite possibly one of the largest audio archives of ghost stories the world has ever known and that's probably actually an accurate statement which is kind of scary to think of that we've made that um anyway um hey world record maybe we should look into that uh <laughs> It's uh, Tony and Carol here at Real Ghost Stories Online, 855-853-4802, our phone number. Hey, so, uh, yeah, how are you? Well, Tony, I'd love to say I'm great, but I've had some stress. A little bit of stress. But, you know, shit happens. Yeah, because it's 2021. Yeah, because I was so excited about 2021. Remember when I said I was going to stay up till midnight because I just couldn't wait for it to get here. And now I'm like, is it 2022 yet? No, it is not. 
Jesus Christ, it's only like the day today for us is January the 11th. So, yeah, there's a lot of year left. But we did get some interesting news today. George Michael faked his death a couple years ago. He's alive. Did you know that? No, I'm kidding. I just made that shit up. Oh, I, I was like, what? I, I got I your hopes so up. <laughs> I got your hopes up for just two seconds in 2021, and then you were just let down. So, well, that's. I think that might be the theme of 2021. Yeah, it's like, hey, oh, just, just, kidding. <laughs> just kidding. I think everything's gonna be okay. No, it's not. It's not really. No. Nope. No, it's been a it's been a rough week because my mom had a stroke, and in fact, yeah. I think she might have had more than one. Yeah, and so. Um, just dealing with all of that. But Tony and I were talking about this off the air that, okay, so I love my little house and I think it's amazing and it's got really good vibes in this house. Haunted as fuck. No, it's not. <laughs> it has really good, I feel like the house has good intentions. It doesn't have to be bad haunt. It can yeah. just be heavily haunted, but with good. Good intentions. My yeah. house is filled with good intentions. And um, so... I had two trips to the ER in 12 hours. Mm -hmm. So after trip number one, um, they did not diagnose her with a stroke, although she had, I think she'd had one by then and probably a second one by the next morning. But we were coming into the house through the garage. I don't know why I thought that would be easier, probably because I just got my garage door fixed and I was really excited because I could use it. And um, so there's two steps to go into my kitchen and I walked in first, turned around to, it was backwards. I should have been behind her, but I wasn't. I was just like, because she'd been walking pretty good. And it was a craziest damn thing. She goes up the first step and starts to go up the second step. And it turned into like slow motion and she started going backwards. And so she somehow, um, I don't know with what leg, went down to the ground floor of the cement floor so she gotten off that step mm -hmm. and then started going to her left and i'm like jesus christ i'm gonna have to call 911 it's like a million things that go through yeah. your mind and i grab her right arm just you know not like steadily i just like grab her arm mm -hmm. and she just stopped falling and I'm like, it wasn't like I just had superhuman strength and I pulled her up. Yeah, and because that's what people Mom and I looked at each other and we were standing in the garage and I'm like, what the hell? Because you normally would not be able to just do that. This is no, I'm not that no. big of a person. Yeah. And my mom weighs considerably more than I do. Mm -hmm. And, you know, she's not a huge woman, but probably has 75 pounds on me. Mm -hmm. Easy. And, um, and she had the momentum. She was going backwards. Yeah. And so, you know, she's had been complaining that she's weak, although she was able to walk. That's why I'm pissed at myself that I didn't think, you know, I'm just like walk in front of her and reach out to hold her hand to walk up the step. That's what I was going to do. I should have been behind her. But obviously something else was behind her because we just stood in the garage for a minute and I and I was just shaken. I'm like, how did you not hit the ground? what yeah. the hell? And then I get her in the house and I literally went back in the garage and I'm like, I don't know who did that, but thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. Cause it was just a couple weeks ago. I get up in the morning and the weird light was on in the garage. Yep. And so, you know, I don't think it was, 
I don't know. I don't know what that was all about. So, Carol, I have to ask because you've, throughout your life, obviously, you've had these kind of situations happen almost everywhere you've lived. Yeah. Is it the house or is it is it you? We're, we're haunted life type conversation you know we our friend ian also uh kind of has that life where there's always kind of something there and his sister kathy for sure yeah and we've we've talked about all these on every single person we just mentioned has been on the show at one point in time talking about their experiences so do you think that it's it's more so the property that there's something there that's helpful or is it just something that kind of follows you around I mean, I know you've had negative experiences too, but yeah. is there a an overwhelming one that's still there that's been around that is more positive? You know, I, honest to God, when my dad died, I've always, I have attributed so many things to him. There was a couple, like a car wreck I talked about once before on an episode yeah. where I heard a man's voice in my head mm-hmm. to tell me to speed up yep. when my reaction would have been hit the brakes yep. and the car landed where I was. Um, so I've always thought my dad, now that said, my mom and my dad did not have a very good relationship and that's putting it politely. Um, but you know, maybe I've always thought my dad was kind of around me. So maybe Mm. in that case it was, I don't know. I, I just don't know, you know, a woman who just had some kind of a stroke and starts to go down backwards, how she didn't, the momentum didn't just take her down. They didn't have a good relationship, but you tell me, I don't know the answer to this, but was it something where, you know, at the end of the day, they still were like, I still don't, I don't want ill for this person, you know, and that was not the case. No. Okay. I didn't know. No, but I think my dad would do it for me. Okay. And actually, actually, I think my dad would do it for her. Yeah. You know, obviously, but no, they never settled anything between them. Yeah. They had, that's, you know, I think for anybody in any relationship, Like, you really have to work through those issues. I think holding that in you for years and years and years and years is just not healthy. Um, I think you have to resolve it. Yeah. In in whatever way that is. But I think it's healthy to go, okay, we can't be together, but we have to figure out how to raise our child. Or, you know, it's just really unhealthy. I always thought that was unhealthy. Yeah. It's the heart of the matter. Uh, yeah, Don Henley. So, uh, but. so then I've been in and out of the damn hospital for days now, and she's still in the hospital. And I don't know what today was kind of a bad day, but um, to go into the hospital, you have one visitor every day, and you have to stop and check in. They don't take your name, which I think is kind of weird. They just I go, I guess they go visitor, mm-hmm. and so it's not like. They ask you the COVID questions, and then you have to get your temperature taken. So the first time I was like, and my temperature is always in the 97s. Mm-hmm. And so the first day it was like 96 something, and I'm like, oh, that's kind of weird. And then I check in, it's like 96.1. And then yesterday, I think yesterday afternoon, it was like 95.1. So I look at the girl, and I'm like, I point to it, and I go, should you be checking me in? And she starts laughing. She goes, oh, that doesn't really work. <laughs> <laughs> Today, my temperature was in the 92s. I'm like, why the hell are we playing this stupid do you have COVID game when clearly... They should just have a like a prize wheel. Just spin the wheel. <laughs> COVID, I'm 
holy shit, ER now. And then if not, you like get like a nice little like balloon animal or something from the weird yeah. clown guy that's sitting on the, the air the radiator. I'm back just there. telling you, you would you could walk in and have a temperature of hundred and five and to this therm- thermometer, you would look normal. That would be the scary part. And the fact that they know that that's wrong and they're like, that's never right. Because the other one seems to be right. But I'm like, why are we playing this game? Well, why are we okay with this and we know this isn't right? Then why are we not going to our superiors or our superiors saying we can't do anything? What the fuck is that? (laughs) What is this world we are living in? This is bizarro fucking land. And it's like, it's nerve wracking enough. You know, I've been in two masks. I have hand sanitizer with me and just this constant, like, you know, I'm in a hospital with sick people and it's a really large hospital and they have the COVID people. I don't know where they are. I have not run into any of that stuff yet, but nor do I want to, but, um, I'm like, it's just weird to me. If you're going to be testing people, get a freaking thermometer that works. It is. That right there is the reason that we have the problems we are having in our country because of that way of thinking. It's like, that, really? that you can have literally two point something. I can't remember yeah, what it that was. Literally a checkpoint in the hospital knows they are wrong. It is not working correctly, yet they continue to do it without repercussions and no one is stopping it or changing it. And it's the hospital. It's like the last line of defense. And they're letting it go. That's because like the first day when I went into the 96 range, I was like, curious. Then 95 really got me today. 92. And that's one hospital (laughs) in one city in one place in the country. I mean, this is systemic of everything. This this just idiotic way of thinking of not doing anything sane and nobody stepping up and saying this is wrong. We should probably fix this. I don't know what the fuck it is, but this is the world we are living in. And, and, and then the yeah. other side of that is my mother is here to get help. Yeah. <laughs> is she getting help? I, yeah. I'm not really convinced. Like, um, yeah, it's, uh, so anyway, tonight yeah. I was like, thank God we can just talk about ghosts tonight. Yeah. Well, Jeez. and you came with your own ghost story. So that was kind of fun of, uh, someone, some, something there. I don't know what that was, but I just stood in the garage and was like, mom, mom and I just looked at each other. I was like, yeah, something was helping. Something was, was trying to, to help. Uh, 855-853-4802 is our phone number at Real Ghost Stories Online. Let's go to our next one. It says, over my life, the paranormal is something that has always existed. I lived for many years in what I guess you would call a haunted house. When I discovered this podcast, I knew I wanted to share my story and that of my family. Everything I'll be sharing was experienced by myself or my immediate family. My parents brought bought their first home in October of 1989, the city of Everett, Massachusetts. My mother was pregnant with my older brother at that time. To offer some background on the home, it was built in 1900. At some point, it was renovated and turned into a multifamily property. The first and main home consisted of the main floor and part of the second floor. The other half of the second floor was converted into a separate apartment. My aunt ended up living there for some time. The third floor was the attic, which was converted into another apartment. The activity in the home was mostly centered around the main house where we lived. Although growing up, I did hear of the tenants in the attic experiencing strange occurrences. 
When my parents first moved in, they did notice noises such as footsteps going up and down the stairs. Regardless, they were excited to be in their first home. Soon after, my mother told me they started having much more intense experiences, such as having their bed begin to shake during the night. It was something they could not find any logical explanation for. Both of my parents are of strong Christian faith and had their pastor come into a blessing of the home. The activity would then settle down. In November of that same year, my brother was born. My mother told me that it was not long after my brother was born that the activity in the home started up again. For some reason, the bulk of the activity in the house was centered around my brother's room. His bedroom was the first one on the second floor. My mother would tell me that he would wake up at night, as old babies do. She'd pick him up and rock him in the rocking chair. She said that the room would suddenly become very cold. She then told me she witnessed on multiple occasions my brother's mobile, or mobile hanging over his crib would turn on and begin to play. This, of course, startled her, making her hesitant of my brother sleeping in that room alone. When my brother was still an infant, my father told me of his first major encounter with what was in the home. He told me he was downstairs one night attempting to get my brother to sleep. He said he was standing in the living room where he could clearly see into the kitchen. It was there in the kitchen that he saw a dark black figure standing. He described it as very tall with a silhouette of a man but with no identifiable features. He told me he stood there frozen, holding my brother until the figure simply vanished. To this day, he says he has never seen anything so frightening. As years passed, my parents had me and continued to live in the house. My brother is three years older than me and began to have extreme night terrors. To this day, even as a grown man, he still fears having those dreams again. My parents at the time did not know what they could do to help and only hoped he would grow out of them. My brother's night terrors were extremely vivid and he would constantly speak of the man in his room. And finally, one day, my mother witnessed what, men, what my brother had talked about. When you, enter my, when you enter my brother's room, there was a window directly across from the doorway. It was that window that my mother saw this large black silhouette of a man who appeared to be standing behind her. She would turn around to find nothing there, but in the reflection of the window, you could see the black figure. It was a man my brother would talk about and often referred to as the man in the window. My father later saw him and began getting physically attacked, being pulled out of his bed at night. As I grew, I became aware of strange occurrences in the home. I'd lie in bed at night and hear my mother yelling at my brother and me to go to bed. As she yelled, you'd hear footsteps running up and down the stairs. She then entered the rooms only to find we had not left our beds. Things in the home continued to escalate as... One night, we were all awoken by some strange sounds. My brother and I heading downstairs to find my parents out of their room and in the family room. All of us watching as my brother's toy fire truck moved around in a circle, making noises. A toy that did not even use batteries was moving on its own. I personally experienced what looked like faces coming out of the walls in my bedroom. I'd run to my mother, terrified of the people in my wall. I would at times hide under the covers to not see them. My parents had the house blessed a second time and later a third. Things had calmed down for a while, then pick up again. While living there, we had a cat. And looking back now, he knew something was in that house. He used to become very irritable and on edge. There was one occasion that I was inside the home by myself while everyone else was outside. I remember hearing my name being called, but not recognizing the voice. 
I was around six at the time, and I became a bit frightened, but saw my cat sitting on the top of the dining room table. I went to go pet him, puffed up like cats do when being threatened, and he began to hiss in my direction. With myself being a small child, the cat jumped clear over me from the table as though he was getting something behind me. I turned to see him land and continue to hiss. I took off after that. In that home, I would later see the man in my brother's window, and he terrified me. After 10 years in the home, we finally left. My brother was left traumatized. He experienced the worst of all of us, and to this day will not speak of everything he experienced in that home. My mother is incredibly open about speaking of her experiences and still has strange occurrences happen here and there. My father has accepted what happened to us as real, but believes whatever was in the home was something dark and sinister in nature. I carry my memories of that house with me and have since had some more experiences. None compare to what had happened in that house. I hope you enjoyed my story and I plan to share more of my and my family's experiences with the paranormal. Well, I would say that was a good one. That was a good one. I yeah. mean, that was super creepy, and I feel really bad for the brother. Yeah. Like, really, that's just not fair. Yeah. And, and like, I remember when I was a kid, and we'd come back from a trip to my grandma's house, so that every, no lights on in the house, and we go up the stairs, and music starts playing. And I remember, like, this weird sinking feeling, like, oh, God, this house. You know, and when he was talking about the the toy that's not battery operated moving. Yeah. It made me think of that. Like the whole family's like going, ah, damn it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, and it's terrifying at the same time, but it's that like, what do you do? You know? Yeah. Music shouldn't be playing. We just got home. It wasn't playing when we walked into the house. Yeah. Well, why did it just start? Everyone knows something's yeah. not right. Yeah. It just reminded me of that when, you know, they're in the family room or living room and that's going on. Yeah. Like, and I, you know, and, and it's weird to like how it, you know, why the brother mm-hmm. and obviously the mom's open to it. The mom can see it and mom still senses things. Yeah. It just bugs me when stuff like that happens. I'm like, don't pick on the damn kid. No. And, you know, and- and the trauma of that, you know, not, not only, I mean, I mean, how do you, I mean, you got to look at that from the perspective then too. Okay. This brother has the trauma of what happened. How does he go and talk to somebody about that? You know, exactly. I mean, you'd I, have to find the right therapist for that. Be like, are you open to paranormal stories? You know, I mean, and if not, I mean, cause otherwise, you I mean, potentially you could have someone go and commit you or something, you know? Yeah. Cause then they're going to think you're schizophrenic cause you're seeing things exactly. that aren't there or shouldn't be there. So you have to fear that your whole life then of how do I talk about this? Cause I want to get help. I'm not experiencing this stuff anymore, but I mean, you just, you feel kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place where there's no place you can't win, you know, or just get the help that you need uh, to, not that, that he was seeing it, but just to, or, or, or not seeing it. It was one of those things where just to process what the fuck happened. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That would be, because seriously, if you went to a counselor, psychiatrist, whoever you go speak to, yeah. 
your priest, they're all going to think you're crazy because when you describe it, it sounds like schizophrenia. I talk to my my therapist every week and it's uh, it's kind of amusing sometimes because I'm obviously not a, a therapist or a psychologist or a psychiatrist or anything of that nature. But I think if I didn't do what I do, that would have been the path I would have gone down. Um, cause I mean, I, I love reading on the topics and all that. And sometimes we can have really interesting conversations about things and we're talking about different conditions and such. And, and he'll tell me, he's like what this one time he can't say names or anything like that. So there's nothing HIPAA being violated. Um, but it's, it's always, he's like, I, he's like in that situation, I actually had that happen once where I had to have somebody ready to go outside the door right after because I had to to have them committed. So he's always telling me stories of having people committed <laughs> because of of kind of like what happened here and there. And it, I, I find it interesting. Uh, but, um, I, I always kind of joke. I said, you know, at some point, if, if I don't see you anymore, I don't know what the rules are, but it'd be fun to do a show with you because this is <laughs> this is entertaining. You know, I mean, we he's extremely helpful to me. Uh, well, there's a lot of stuff that I'm going through, uh, right now, but, uh, he's, he, he's like, I think he'd be great on the air. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, is this inappropriate? Cause it seems like it I would know. break some sort of uh, I mean, and I, trust or I ethical <laughs> issues. But it, it's just kind of like putting things under, into perspective. Cause I'm like, what, what do you do in that situation? He's like this one time, <laughs> it's like, Oh God. Like, well, that's interesting anyway. Uh, maybe I'm oversharing. Uh, 855-853-4802 is our phone number at Real Ghost Stories Online to share your Real Ghost Stories with us. Uh, let's go over here to a caller and hear another Real Ghost Story. Hi, you're on the air. Hey, Tony. It's Veronica. I've called before um, talking about Glenn and the security guard job that he works. Anyway, so I'm just listening to the cowboy episode, right? Um, and there was this woman talking about how her sister was dreaming about talking to, like, the man that died in the bedroom, in the parents' bedroom or whatever. And she had this weird dream talking to her, talking about, like, um, I don't want to see how you die or something like that. Apparently, this ghost possibly could have touched her and and they were describing how it felt and then in another episode a man was talking about how he was touched and how his felt kind of like a shock and I want to okay this is my story right about a ghost touching me and I so I was at my grandmother's house and we were there for like the summer and my, me and my children were sleeping on an air mattress in the living room. So a couple of days before that, my child had woken up and he was crying. He was kind of like, um, it was like this weird crying. He was scared. I could tell he was scared because that's, you know, your children, when they make specific noises, the way that they cry, you just know what it is, kind of, you know, like you'll, so this is his scary cry, okay? He's scared and he's crying. This is how he does it. So anyway, so he, told, I asked him what was wrong. He said he was scared. I said, why are you scared? He said he, he saw a man. And I'm thinking it's a shadow person because I had asked him later when we were awake, right? What is it look like and all this stuff? And he pretty much described a shadow person. 
and I'm just, uh, at that point I was scared. So I had cut the TV on and then muted it and put a timer on it so that it could cut off at a specific point in time, right, like an hour or two later. So two days later, I was feeling really weird. You know that feeling when you're being watched, that kind of feeling. And so then I had set the timer for the TV again because I didn't want any kind of like not, I mean, I, that was my nightlight was the TV. And then I don't remember what time it was. It had to be like two in the morning or so where I'm feeling like I woke up. I want to say it was like sleep paralysis, but I it was like I was awake. I was awake because I could see the living room. And I felt something coming up. And I was facing, I was facing inwards. Like my body was turned in towards the match. Like my face was in the middle. I was facing the mattress side. And my back was to the, to the open area of the living room, you know, facing that ghost that was in the background or whatever my kids saw that night. And I kid you not, it felt like it like walked up to me and touched me on the shoulder. Nowhere else but the shoulder. And it was like one finger touch. It, it was just weird. And what I felt was the same thing these other people were describing and I didn't know that these suckers could just touch you like that, right? So what I want to equate it to is when the TV is does that static thing, you know? Like a weird static shock or something. And it originated and it's like when people touch you, you feel it on the outside of your body. Well, this thing felt like it was coming from the inside out, if that makes any kind of sense. I have like, I don't know. But that's what it felt like, like like one single finger touch of like this weird static shock. And it spread like when you drop water and it just goes, and it just like starts spreading out, right? That's what it felt like. And I'm just... I don't know. I want to say I was shitting the brick because I don't know what to, uh, what else do you say to that? You know what I mean? And all I could think, I couldn't move my mouth. And all I could think was like, leave me alone, leave me alone, leave me alone. I said it like three times fast. And, and then I woke up and then I cut the TV back on, right? Because bump that. No, no, no. And so I don't think I could, I don't remember going back to sleep, but I was like, making me nervous just thinking about it all over again anyway thank you for your show I enjoy listening keep up the good work I think I have to say of all the obscenities that have been said on this show over the last eight years I don't think shit a brick has actually ever come up so bravo God, that's so common. A new obscenity that, I I know it's a common one, but it's one we just haven't, I I don't, I can't recall it ever being used in that phrase. In the 90s, I used that a lot, but I I haven't used it at all, I think, in the last 20 years. That's like bastard. I've been trying to bring that one back. (laughs) That used against me not long ago. Right? I'm like, (laughs) bastard. It's just, if you say it right, it just, it feels so mean. Yeah, it, it does. Bastard. 
it's so, it's so like um, Dallas or like uh, or, or Notch Landing or yeah. something. Oh, you bastard! Because <laughs> it just it just feels kind of good to say it. So if anybody wants to try it right now, just say it. Everybody's like, go, you bastard! bastard. You yeah. bastard! <laughs> I kind of said, I said it just now like a gay man, which actually is amazing. You almost kind of chuckle, you know, just, just saying it out loud because it's yeah. so melodramatic. You know? Oh, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's the one I've been actively working on. She's and and now, shit a brick. Shit a brick. <laughs> just about shit a brick. Shit a brick. That story I said earlier with my mom, shit a brick. I shit a brick. Um, I thought that was interesting in that story how she said that like something touched her, but it felt like it came from the inside. Yeah. That kind of messed with me because I'm like normally like, and then it grabbed my ankle or then, but the fact that it felt like it was an inside. That's an interesting one. I mean, yeah. I think almost that my mind goes to like alien, you know, and you know, that sort of thing, but I'm not, I'm not thinking it's, it's alien ish, but it, it's, that's a weird one. I mean, because that's almost like, you know, that's like the biggest violation you could have on you know, being possessed, something like that. And if it feels like it's coming. Don't say that now. You're going to totally freak her out. She is going to shit up. Coming out of you. <laughs> you have to wonder. I just it, used it. Um, uh, but that is just weird to have a, a sensation like that where you don't normally have one. Yeah. You know, because normally, you know, touching the skin is one thing. Mm-hmm. But when it feels like it's in your body, like say your shoulder, yeah, I mean, knocking you never the boot, feel a sensation from the inside right there. Knocking the boots is one thing, but it's you know, uh, touch. I'm, 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 you said touching the skin. I, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm making '90s R and B references right now for those of you playing along at home. Uh, but um, we need a bingo card. Bingo card, and you got a postage stamp. All right, congrats. You want to? Would you like an orange or a nickel? That was the uh, the prizes uh, at the uh, old folks, uh, uh, where where was it? Was the uh, the nursing care facility that my my great grandmother was in? We visited her all the time, had dinner with her, great times, uh, and we always played bingo at uh, after. Uh, Orange or a nickel? Are you kidding me? Give me the damn nickel. There there would be like nickels, oranges, and like full-size Snicker bars. So you you mean you go for Snickers? Go for the Snickers, you know. But a lot of you know blood sugar, all that you got to watch. But uh, this was uh, like circa 1987 at the uh, was it was the called the Lutheran Home uh, in my hometown in Wisconsin. Good time. Oh, it just sounds like kind of a sad place to live. Well, they had like a little, uh, well, I guess, you know. Oh, they had bingo. They had bingo. They had an ice cream, um, like, salon or saloon, whatever you want to call it. Like, and kind of. Kind, parlor. Yeah, parlor is the right one. And kind of like a 1940s, 1930s jive to it. Uh, and because uh, that would have been, you know, my great grandma was born in 1899. So. Uh, that was, uh, you know, that was their time period. Today, it wouldn't make any sense, but this was back then. So, uh, anyway, that's going to wrap up our program for the day. If you uh, like the show, you want all of our bonus episodes. And quite honestly, I think what I said earlier might very well be accurate. The more I was thinking of it, I think probably the world's largest audio archive of ghost stories. I think we should start saying that because I don't think anyone can beat it, quite honestly. Uh, so if you want the world's largest archive of ghost stories, become an extra podcast person. 
ghostpodcast.com or patreon.com slash real ghost stories. You get access to all of it. I mean, you have to binge away for probably months upon months, if not, you know, damn near half a year to get through all of it. Uh, anyway, check it out and enjoy. Keep us on the air. Five bucks a month. Ghostpodcast.com or patreon.com slash real ghost stories. Until next time for Carol, I'm Tony Bruski. Thanks for listening to Real Ghost Stories Online. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? 
In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Grand Canyon University's RN to BSN online degree program makes earning your bachelor's in nursing possible. Balance online coursework with local in-person clinicals to position yourself for potential leadership opportunities in the time you have from wherever you are. Leaving room for what matters. Achieve your goals with your personalized plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu.